Last week, we talked about whose fault is it for the bullying to continue. This week, we're going to talk to somebody that might have a solution how you can help in bullying. We will discuss that after I hit this music. Joining me this week is Barb Kaus. She is a CEO of the Greater Mankato Area United Way. Barb, thank you for coming on today. Hey, Tim. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So last week, Barb, we were discussing whose fault is it for the bullying to continue. A lot of people like to point fingers at other people. It's the school's fault or it's this person's fault. But in reality, it's all of our faults. It's everyone's fault. It's how we live as a society and what we allow things to happen or how we talk or behave outside of our home or inside of our home as well. It's been about nine months since I've, I've partnered with the United Way with the anti-bullying program. And I did not realize how involved you guys are with the community. Can you tell me a little bit more what you guys do? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, so we're responsible for having a holistic look over all the needs versus a singular look. So it's our job to make sure that people are getting help all the way around in their lives. And that's from birth to the very aging. And that's from all aspects. Besides supporting some just wonderful programs and organizations that do the hands-on work um, financially that we do, we also need to rise um, the awareness to certain things that are happening within our community that need a light shine on them. Uh, we need to find a path for change to make sure we get rid of the stigma that's attached to them and find solutions. So it's really important that we are out there bringing those to light. And one of those is the anti-bullying. We need to wrap our arms around those that are being bullied. Why is that? And how do we, what's the solutions that we have that bring forth to our communities to help prevent that from happening? And how many communities do you guys serve in your area? So we have four counties that we're responsible for, all of Blue Earth, Nicollet, Lesseur, and Wasika counties. And so there's 13 districts, school districts inside those. So it's every citizen within those four counties who are responsible to help. Are you guys connected with each school district as well? Like, do you know each superintendent for each district? We do. We do. And we're working very heavily wow. um, involved with all of them. We're getting deeper and deeper as time progresses, but with mental health at the state that it is for everyone, but especially for our, our youngsters. And um, we need to make sure that we're there forefront and helping trying to find solutions to help them have the tools they need to be successful citizens. Because right now we are, it's, it's severe. It's severe where they're at and majority of the children and their thought processes about their value, not feeling loved, not feeling cared for, not feeling a part uh, that they belong. All of those rejection pieces that we need to get reversed so they don't feel that way. Um, that I take very heavily on my um, shoulders to say we need to find solutions and have committees created, task force created to talk about these topics and then try to find all the solutions we can and bring the community together so they all understand and they all can volunteer and help. In a lot of our episodes, we've had parents talk about the schools not helping. They don't seem to care. And I, I don't think that's the case. I think the schools care. How often do the schools reach out to you guys for help? So we actually are funding um, different school districts dollars to have programs inside their schools that are help preventing things happening to the children negatively. So we work very, very closely with the schools. We're, we're proud to be doing that. There's no doubt about that. And we're, we're unified together on the front of helping develop these children. And so a couple of different things that we do is 
you know, we're in there for what's considered Hope Squad, and that's a senior high level, and that's um, where it's suicide reduction piece of it, and it's peer-to-peer suicide reduction. So it's students that have been chosen by other students to um, be that that line of help when they're not feeling loved or not feeling that they're a part of it or feeling like their life isn't worth living. They have a place to reach out to, and then those students have an advisory, teachers that they can reach out to. Then from there, it goes to, of course, the counselors and those that are prepared to take it on farther. So there's things like that that we are helping support and bring in actually to the schools to make sure that the kids have these outlets to reach out to when they are not feeling well about themselves. Do the schools ever contact you guys for, for instance, like suicide prevention? Did they contact you saying, hey, Barb, we have this issue of suicide of kids attempting their, their lives. Do you guys have a solution for us. Do they reach out to you guys like that looking for help? I've reached out them in regards to um, things that we have found and they're they're really good at collaborating. So it's not, um, we have a really great relationship that we can bring up um, topics all the time and how can we collaborate together to find a solution. So another one would be I call a navigator position that through our convening process that we do, brought in a lot of different individuals from the medical field to the county, to the city, to the school districts, to survivors of loss, to survivors of, you know, of attempt, you name it. It was a part of that. And we brought together and said, well, you know, what do we do for youth mental health? How do we wrap our arms around and provide? And we had counselors um, share in regards to they need help processing children and getting connected to outside resources. So learned a little bit more about that. Asked, what does that mean? They said, we really need a navigator. I said, okay, tell me more. What is that? And they said, someone who can help the parents or the guardians and the child fill out the tremendous paperwork that has to be filled out for them to even get to the next step to getting you know connected to outside resources and get connected to the, the right outside resource, right, for their child's needs. Plus, then there's a the healthcare part of it. All sorts of pieces that are really taking a lot of the counselor's time and the social workers. So whatever yep. we can do to free up their time so they can do the hands-on work, the great work that they do, and do more of that inside the schools and then have someone else really walk alongside of the parent and guardian through a really trying time and get them connected as fast as we can. And so through this, we now, we started out with one for a pilot system pilot try and that was hugely successful so now we have four navigators working within the 13 districts and we started out in elementary to be upstream to try to you know catch them as soon as we can to help them get the tool sets they need to be successful so when they get into junior high and senior high they know how to process through the different things and challenges that they are coming up to with your with your navigator program is that a a professional or is it a volunteer in the community who's stepping up to help out with that? They're hired professionals. So they go through an interview process and, you know, they have the social work background. They have all the, the criteria that they need to take the, the child on. Are they hired through the United Way? Or? It's hired through the districts. Oh, hired through the mm-hmm. districts. Okay. Yeah. So it's not hired through United okay. Way. But whenever we see those gaps or we see an um, initiative that needs to be started or have the light shine out to try to find, you know, a path for change with it. We will wrap our arms around those um, and get rid of the, the stigma the best that we can and keep working at that and get rid of the barriers, right? So that's, I take as my responsibility to make sure that we bring those forth to the public, to the community to say, we have some issues here that we really need to get our arms around as a whole, holistically, and find solutions for it. So that's what I do. I've, we don't 
run the program. We're not uh, we're not a United Way who runs programs. It's really important that we stay freed up so that we are able to identify yep. these areas that need more attention. Hope Squad's the newest. Like, I believe it's the newest program that you guys brought to our community. What was the process of getting a program like that into our schools? First, you have to vet it out. You have to find out, is it what our communities need? Is it what the kids need? You know, how, you know, what's the integrity of it? Is it going to get the outcomes that we need to have happen for our children and review all of that? And then you bring in the superintendents and you have now what we call our Zoom calls, right? have a call with a, with a provider and then with all the superintendents and then they'll bring on their principals or bring on, might be their counselors, whoever else it might be that they want to review what it's all about and the curriculum that's with it and what's the process and go through all of that. And then you have to have them if they're on board or not. So if they're on board to bring it into their schools, then you fundraise to help them so they have the financial means to put them on. To have Hope Squad within their school. How does it get decided that the suicide prevention of the Hope Squad was a community need? Was there certain criteria that the community had to meet to get a program like that? No, you just have to have the um, the welcoming of the superintendent and the schools themselves, the district, okay. to say that they're okay with having it come in. That's what you, you need to have done. Um, the awareness piece of it is Emma Benoit is a suicide um, survivor attempt survivor. And she um, has come to our, our region and she's spoken to almost 14,000 youth right now and some community members and actually has gone beyond our service area now helping save lives. And she brought Hope Squad in and she's the one who brought that to us along with Mel Hoffner, who you've met, who's an advocate for um, yep. suicide prevention. And so I learned from them right away when we started to um, dive into what we need to do to help reduce the suicide thoughts that we have within our students and how we save more lives. And that came out from that. And then that's when I really started digging into it to bring it forth to our community and our leaders that we should really bring this into our schools. Okay. So it was the United Way, like the Great American United Way who brought it to the schools. Once it's in the schools, the schools kind of take over, right? Correct. And yes. They go from there. Yeah. So we don't do any of the programming awesome. or making sure the day-to-day is happening. They embrace it beautifully like they are and always have been. And uh, that's one of the things that we are really blessed in our four county area, that we have great relationships within our systems that we work hand side by side, finding solutions for our children. Yeah, I attend your your biweekly meetings for the United Way. And I'm, I was surprised how many professionals, and I believe some are just business owners are volunteering their time that come together. And we're all working to try to solve an issue. I think it's great. I didn't realize that until you know I obviously started going to the meetings. Like, wow, there's a lot going on here behind the scenes that the community doesn't really see. It's really in, really great. It is, and it's really important that you get all different viewpoints. And if you really want to make a difference, yeah. you have to have those, and you have people that are willing to put in the time to find the solutions. And you need all those different avenues to get that done, right? Because everyone has their own involvement, social, you know, people that they're with, however it might be, the avenues, the veins that they're a part of, it's just really important that you have all that representation out there very broadly to make sure that you can hit the initiative you're trying to wrap your arms around really strongly. So can anyone become a part of one of your subcommittees? They sure can. There's a probably an interest that they might have more so than the other part of it. So there's branch off committees like 
the anti-bullying with you, Tim, is one. And then we have our parent hub that we're creating, you know, the one stop for parents to go to when they're in the crisis modes. What do they do? What number do they call? Who do they go and get help from? We have that one. We have the suicide prevention part of it. We have all sorts of offshoots um, from this committee that people can be um, a part of. You don't have to have a a certain degree or anything like that is just, it can be anyone who has a passion to make sure that we can make a change. And so we want to, you know, change for the future, right? Make it positive and save all these precious lives that really are struggling, thinking that their life doesn't matter. Is that the same throughout all the, all the United Ways in the, in, in the communities? Every United Way is unique. And anyone can join. That's a really great question. Every United Way is unique in itself. And we, focus on what our gaps and needs are within the area that we're responsible for. So it's our job to make sure that we bring light to it. And so we won't all be the same. And we're ran independently by our yeah. boards, we're governed by our, our boards. And so it's just really important that we're really focused on what is it that's needed within the area that we're responsible. I'm going to go back to the schools a bit. I, I really want people to realize that the schools are doing their best. Obviously, you came with the suicide prevention. You approached the schools with it. They accepted it open arms. I think the problem with bullying is, is it's not my, people, we have this thought that it's not our fault, Barb. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. And that's just not true. There's a saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And that's very true. That's why we got the United Way. What type of needs are you guys looking for in the greater Mankato area that you guys need help with in helping with the anti-bullying, helping with suicide prevention, helping with mental health? What kind of needs do you guys have where you could really use some more help? So being on one of the committees, like we just talked briefly about finding where your interest lies to volunteer to be a part of that and help us with, you know, making the change that that's the first step forward. Um, we you know, want to really concentrate on basic needs, health and education. Those are the three pillars that we need in our community strong and sustainable for this generation and future to stay balanced. Um, that's why you don't see United Way focusing only on one of those pillars, say basic needs alone, and not with the health and education because people need help in all of the different areas. And that's why it's important that our United Way never loses that focus of the overall holistic look. But people can help with any committee that we've got. There's a volunteering in all different kinds of aspects. It can help with the different programs that we're supporting. Um, financially, and the great works that they're doing. It could be helping United Way, you know, get the things done that we need to get done, helping with these initiatives, getting them broader and deeper and moving faster than what they are today. And they're moving pretty fast already, um, but we always want to move faster because the lives are depending on it. And help um, just spread the great work that the, the schools are doing. You know, people that help, there is, there is a lot to do and there's a lot of um, things that need to be taken care of. And I am like I said, proud to be working alongside all the leaders that I'm working with and trying to make change and, and make everything better. So Barb, what is your goal with the Anti-Bullying Committee? Um, I'd like to see where we're doing more activities with the students on how they can be preventative in that and how their words and their, their choices are affecting others, that they learned that at a very young age on the importance of being respectful for to others. Um, having kindness, right? Just sharing that you care and be nice to each other and how that goes so much farther than ever saying a word that you can never take back, that it could hurt someone for the rest of their lives and understanding that that what that means. And that's why we, we created our um, children's book that we just released called The Kindness Booth 
and it's going to go out to all the first graders within our four county area, free to the students, hand delivered. Um, and we're going to read the book to them. And it's all about being kind. And then if, after they get done with the book, there's activity packets to do like a, a month activity or how you create a card to say you're thankful, you know, thank, thanking someone for what something they did for you. Just all different gestures like that, that brings out joy, right? We need to make sure that we're all thankful for each other, finding the, the, you know, the strength in each other, bringing that to light and just letting everyone know they're beautiful the way that they are. And so that's just really important to me to go upstream. I'll talk about that again, is that go as far as we can, you know, so as young as we can to make sure we're instilling the importance of just, yeah, open the door for someone, you know, say that, you know, hi, how are you today? You know, really have that really nice gesturing careness that um, we all need to have. I might have missed it. Are you doing those book readings in schools? We are all the first grade schools in the elementary throughout the four county area. So 13 districts, um, public and private. We'll be going in and it's a book that's donated. It's a paperback book called The Kindness Book. And actually, I had one of my employees, Laura Murray is her name. She's an author. And I asked her to write the book for Our United Way. I wanted to make sure that we were out there in the schools talking about the importance of kindness. And we got it published through um, Capstone. And we're just very blessed to have that. So we're going to be in the next two weeks or so going out to all the little first graders within our four county area. They're going to get the free book. And I love that there's an activity packet with it that they can do that. They can continue on to work on these habits. Because some kids, you, you tell them a story, you tell them a book, and next day they forget about it. But you have a way to keep this going on within the schools. I think starting young is the best way to go. Start building those habits. Yeah. So we created a, um, it's called a helping hand matching game. How do you, you know, match up the helping hand to um, each other? There's one that you have a weekly calendar, what you do each day for a gesture of being kind. You, you name it has all different pieces of it, but the whole book talks about, you know, it's kind of a gloomy day. It's kind of like, it's, you know, sad time, how you find joy within that, how you go and help others find joy. And it's just, it's just a really cool book that Really, it goes to any age. It's not necessarily have to be elementary by any means. There's many adults that would gain a lot from this book by just having it to read through it and think, oh, that's right. I can I can write a thank you note to whoever it might be they interacted with just for them taking time to maybe, I don't know, have lunch or a meeting, whatever it might be, and bring up something that really was genuine that you were thankful for from them and let them know that you're thankful for whatever that portion was. That's going to go a long, long way. And the more that people do that, the better our world is going to be. Barb, is there a committee that you're, you guys are not offering right now that you want to see being offered? Or is there a committee that you want to see grow a little bit more where you guys need more volunteers to kind of help push it along? Like, How can we get involved today? Well, I would say reach out to you know Greater Mankato Area United Way. So MankatoUnitedWay.org and share that you want to be a part of our committees we have right now. So any of our committee's initiatives we're working on can be broader and needs to be stronger. So we welcome anyone who wants to be a part of that to help us make the, have us move along faster. And again, like I said, it's not that we're not moving along fast because we are, but boy, when there's an issue, I really like to accelerate and do all we can as soon as we can, as fast as we can um, to find solutions. So anyone's welcome to be a part of any of the different um, committees that we have. What type of committees do you guys have going on right now? So we have, you know, the, the youth mental health suicide prevention offshoots of that, the anti-bullying, you know, the parent hub. We 
all of those different initiatives we got there. I'm talking more about Hope Squad, where else we can put have that and be impactful. We have our um, the specific specific of that suicide prevention. We're doing a little more work um, within that yeah. sex trafficking prevention. We've got our arms wrapped around that and how we educate those that are in the trade work to also. Um, children, what signs to look for and what to stay away and what to report, um, those types of things there. Um, substance abuse advocacy, and um, we are working hard on that too. So anyone who wants to be a part of that, literacy overall, the social emotional development of children and how important comprehension is and um, being able to read and process. We have another group working on that. So we, ha- we have an, a number of them that are out there that anyone can be a part of. Is there a time commitment somebody has to give in order to help out? No, there's not a time commitment, no. They can just, whatever time they have is valuable. Barb, I want to thank you for your time out of your busy schedule to come on my podcast and kind of shed some light on what the local Mankato community is trying to do to help out with the mental health. And you guys are doing a very awesome job. If people want to get a hold of you and become a part of the United Way, how can they do that? Um, they can go through our website, which is a Mankato United Way um, dot org. Call us at 507-345-4551. Um, also you can look at for our different emails. They're all listed on you know the website as you as you search for it. So reach out um, that way. That would be great. As far as getting a hold of if you want to have our children's book, if you're interested in reading that and seeing that it's being sold by our local um, Barnes and Noble here in Mankato but also it's on Amazon and Capstone is selling it throughout their whole distribution list. So libraries will have it. It'll be all over the United States. So we're excited about that. So please get a book and spread the kindness. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. And for myself, you can always find us at our very own website, which is www.breakingbullying.com. You can also reach out to us at our email address. If you have a story of your own bullying to share, or for whatever reason you want to get a hold of us, our email address is breakbullyinghere at gmail.com. If you're a victim of bullying and you don't know where to turn, there is online resources to help you. The first is the government's very own anti-bullying website, and the address is www.stopbullying.gov. And other online resource is www pacer.org backslash bullying. Now, if you have had thoughts of suicide or of self-harm, we implore you to stop. Reach out to the National Suicide Hotline. That number is very simple. It's 988. I'm Tim Flynn, and thank you for listening, and we will be back next week to continue the conversation to break the silence on bullying.